Hello everyone, here we are again, two days later. I'm sorry. Jeez, it wasn't the day to do this for me. I really haven't been with my head in the um, in the right place. Uh, I don't really know why, I just haven't. Uh, but I write a couple of things to talk about this week. One of them is something that I probably mentioned before and I really need to work on. It's my relationships. And I'm not talking about love relationships here, not necessarily. But relationships with others. I feel like right now I'm not in the same path as most of the people that I'm working with. And I'm, I was never really social. And I'm talking about like my school days in a few minutes. Even in school, like I had those three or four friends after I started playing sports and I had my sports group. But that was it. I was never really social and that didn't change. Members and customers don't really believe it. But as I say to them, kind of in a joke, but it's, it's real. Hey, they are paying me to be nice to you, okay? They pay me to be social. I'm social 10 hours a day at work, that's enough. Even I make jokes about like, hey, what are you doing in your off day? Being antisocial. I need it. Uh, and I kind of miss the social part of life. And the stupidest thing is, I have it right here. I am leaving with my co-workers. I can go and hang out with them every single day and it's like 10 steps away. And I don't do it. And at the same time, I know that I should. But I don't. It's stupid. It's just stupid. But one of the things that comes along with socializing and living with everyone that you work with, it's the insane amount of drama that comes with it. And I'm, I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to be any part of it. I don't want to know what people are saying. I don't want to know if it's true, if it's a lie. I don't care. And that's kind of one of the reasons that I don't really socialize that much with them either. And you're probably wondering, okay, just go and socialize with people out of work. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. But right now I'm not really living in the most crowded area I'm leaving like uh, okay, it's not countryside not at all but considering that I don't own a car I need to Uber everywhere the, the center of the cities it's a little far for me and I'm in a country that I don't know anyone besides the people that I've been working and I work with I don't have that much time either and I know this kind of sounds like excuses, and they probably are excuses. But that's how I'm looking at it right now. And it's definitely, most likely, not, right, not the right way to do it. So I feel like my mindset will change as soon as I start to interact with people a little more. So it's something that I need to, to work on. It was something that I always struggle with, so... And now coming, going back to my school days. And I don't know why I've been thinking about this. 
I was to talk about this last week, I end up not to. And what I write down was education, school, personal experience. I grew up with no one believing in me. I always had my mom to support me in every single thing, but like even my teachers, they never believed me. I remember I was, and I, I think this is kind of a cultural thing as well, but, and I have a really personal opinion about bullying. It's wrong, okay? That's not the that's not the point here. It's something wrong. But when I was in primary school, bullying wasn't a word. My brother is only four years older than me. Bullying wasn't a thing. It happened, just didn't have a name. At least at home. Uh, and everyone was bullied in one way or another, even if they realized it at the time or not. Everyone was bullied. In different levels, obviously, but still. And I was made fun of, okay? I was extremely tall and skinny. I used glasses. I dressed when, like, I was in the fifth, sixth grade. I dressed boys', boys clothes. So I was made fun of. And that's okay. It's part of it. We are kids. And I was never really marked for any of that. But I was marked for things that teachers said. Because I never felt support by them. I did for my physical education because I was always I always liked it. But I remember two particular situations. Both of them in between like my sixth like seventh, eighth and ninth grade. One of them was one of my Portuguese teachers. I always hated to if you ask me a question in the class, I hated it because I'll be the center of attention. I turned right. I hated to talk like to everyone. I hated doing presentations. I hated everything. Uh, and I remember this this teacher, she asked me to read something like a text in a book, whatever. And I was reading and I was like trying to do my best if i was doing it probably not if she was she had a point in what she said most likely but he marked me because she at the end of what me reading she said okay does anyone understood actually what sarah read yeah because i didn't and i was like okay I didn't say, I don't remember saying a word, but I remember that like marking me. Other situation was my math teacher. Uh, I wasn't great at math, especially when you start putting more letters and numbers. Like, what is the point? But I was always okay. I managed to like pass every year being like a regular student, never A grade, but a regular student. And I remember I was super proud when I made my decision to go to high school and do one of the, like, when you go to high school, I don't know the English terms for this, but you can choose between, like, a professional course, going to letters, going to math. And the course that I decided to go was, in theory, one of the most difficult ones, uh, because it has, like, science, 
He had um, AMath, etc. And AMath is the most difficult math that they teach at home. And I told her, like super proud, hey, I'm going to this course. And she's like, who told you to do that? And you could see the judgment in her face, like you screwed, you will not pass. That's that's the way I felt. And now that I'm like reading about dealing with people and dealing with emotions, a professor, a teacher, anyone that you should look up to can never, especially with kids, can never talk like that. I was always like, okay, whatever, I don't care. And thank God I was. Because even if me being like that marked me, imagine if I wasn't. Since a young age, I was always like, let's do this. Like, I was always really self-made. If I wanted to do something, sooner or later, even nowadays, if I'm telling you this is happening, sooner or later it's happening. I will do every single thing that I have in my power to make it happen. There is no discussion about it. It may not happen today or tomorrow, but it will happen. And I was always like that. So even if you mark me, never made me change my decisions. Uh, but now that I'm... And I think that's one of the reasons that kind of came to my mind all of this. There's a couple more, but... These two situations that I'm mentioning to you, it's actually that because I'm reading and like studying, let's say, about this now. And yeah, it's just... It just marked me, that's all. And being and watching and learning more and more about uh, how, I wouldn't say entirely wrong, but how the education could be different nowadays, it make me consider if I ever become a mom, will I want to my kids to go to traditional education? Because I didn't took anything from school. Okay, I, I may add, not too fair, but I didn't took that much from school, honestly. And every single kid is different. But, and I was discussing this with my roommate, she started studying as well, she's starting to make a course like, totally, totally different area, but like the one that I'm doing, and I told her, I'm convinced, now that I'm studying again, that you shouldn't go to college after high school, unless you actually know, I want to become a doctor, I want to become a lawyer, because those are courses that demand a lot of time, a lot of research, a lot of discipline, a lot of tutoring, like people that will support you and give you every single tool you need. If you want to work in marketing, if you want to work in food and beverage, if you want to be a manager of a country club, you need experience and know how to deal with people in those two cases, or practice in the computer, make mistakes, learn with them, move on. You don't need to be sitting in the classroom listening to someone who's giving you skills. Oh, I heard this phrase the other day. I don't know who said it. TikTok, Instagram videos, whatever. If the teacher 
the professor in college has all of the knowledge you need to have and he's passing to you, he wouldn't be a teacher. Not anymore. And that makes so much sense. If I'm a teacher and have all of the knowledge in the world towards this, this matter, I am giving you to all of this knowledge. If you pick up a net and go and be able to make three times more money than I am, why the fuck am I teaching you to do what I'm not doing it myself? It's not anything in the world, it's just about what is in the books. And you can go anywhere, it isn't. It requires personal skills, it requires touch, it requires you caring about it. It requires so much more than what is in the book. Okay. Other thing that I shared in one of my stories, and I heard, it wasn't necessarily about this, but it kind of goes with it, uh, on the Diary of the CEO podcast. Uh, was a story that I shared and part of the story was uh, a girl that was definitely overweight and she's like there is 95% chance of you failing on your diet why the hell should we start we are doomed to failure and the other guy saying um, life is too short to exercise and if you start seeing those things online and actually watch them and scroll to the next one and watch them and scroll to the next one and watch it. The algorithm the algorithm will give you more and more. Because that's why you watch. They want to keep you stuck in your phone. And why will that tell you? That it's not worth to fight. That it's not worth to start a diet, to go to the gym, to improve yourself. Because that's why you're watching every day. And not, another thing that I've been realizing is that you have a thousand and one studies for everything. You have a thousand and one studies to support two opposite sides of the coin. That you should diet and exercise because increase this, this and this. And because you shouldn't diet and exercise because that is a 94% uh, chance of failure and this and this and this. So you have to choose. Which direction you want to go. It's, it's your choice. 100% all the time. So sit. Take a deep breath. Choose your way. The one that will make you happier. The, and not happier tomorrow. Because you're not dying tomorrow. Make the decision based on what will make you happy in the long run. Reminder that remind yourself of that. It's not about tomorrow. It's about five years, ten years from now. And that's what we need to focus on. Um and yeah, you are listening for more than fifteen minutes now. You're probably tired of me. <laughs> uh thank you. I I didn't record Tuesday because it wasn't it wasn't a day to do it. It's not like today was perfect either, but it was, I feel like this was one of the episodes that made me feel the best. Not because it's a, it's not because necessarily what I shared, but because I needed to put it out there, some thoughts. And if you're listening, I appreciate it. 
and it definitely makes a big difference for me. Yeah, thank you. Have a great week. I'll see you next Tuesday. I intend to record Tuesdays, so I'll talk to you soon.